I'm sending you a big bouquet of roses One for every time you broke my heart And as a door of love between us closes Tears will fall like petals when we part I begged you to be different but you'll always be untrue I'm tired of forgiving now there's nothing left to do so I'm sending you my big bouquet of roses one for every time you broke my heart You made our lovers lean a road of sorrow Till at last we have to say goodbye You're leaving me to face each new tomorrow with a broken heart you taught to cry I begged you to be different but you'll always be untrue but how can I be better when I'm still in love with you I'm sending you a big bouquet of roses One for every time you broke my heart Welcome back to Best in Erica's Rock and Roll Music Hour, and I'm Erica. And today I'm on site with my friend and past guest, Shannon Pollard. So I want to pass it off to him for a second to thank him for being here. Hey, Erica, thanks very much for having us. We're uh, sitting here at my little office here in Brentwood, and uh, which was my grandfather's office. And so we're, it's a nice day outside here in, in beautiful Brentwood, Tennessee. So I'm looking forward to doing the show. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's so cool to be on site with you. Thanks for letting me come out here to this historic building. So cool. And you gave me a really awesome tour of each office and some really amazing artifacts and uh, pictures that I would like to share on the website if you can link those later in the show. Um, Yeah, so I invited you to be on this episode because you were a past guest already and because uh, it's November and my grandfather's birthday was November 9th. And as we talked about last time that we talked, um, you know, Eddie Arnold was his idol and um, favorite singers and somebody that he modeled himself after singing-wise and um, music-wise. So uh, I think it's so cool that we're talking again and that you're a co-host with me. With that said, you said that your grandparents got married on November 28th. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about that and, and let you have your own moment. <laughs> sure. Uh, my, yeah, obviously a pretty significant event in, in uh, our family because I wouldn't be here if they, <laughs> if they hadn't gotten married. So um, they did get married on November 28th, 1941, which, of course, was right before Pearl Harbor. And um, they got married in Nashville. They met in Louisville. Uh, my grandfather was performing uh, with... Pee Wee King and the Golden West Cowboys, and uh, they at that time were uh, making runs between 
Uh, they were doing shows in Louisville, and they were making runs back into Nashville to be on the Opry. Mm-hmm. And so um, my grandfather uh, went out on a double date uh, with uh, my grandmother and another uh, young lady. And uh, and so as it turned, you know, one thing led to another, and they saw each other here and there. And uh, apparently my grandfather, you know, couldn't uh, stop thinking about her. And, and at some point, a few months before uh, they got married, he uh, he was in Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, they were on the road, and uh, he 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 pulled off on a and got on a payphone and asked her to marry him, and uh, cool. and she didn't say yes uh, <laughs> immediately either. So she had to think about it, and um, yeah. she was a pretty independent woman actually. Um, she had moved; she was uh, from Lagrange, Kentucky, which is outside of Louisville, and they had basically her father had been killed in an accident on the farm, and uh, so she actually left the farm, moved into downtown Louisville, and I lived with other, um, I had roommates, young ladies that she lived with, and um, she worked at the Woolworths in downtown Louisville and would send money back to the farm. So she was, you know, probably 18, 19 years old at this point, so, um, and which is pretty actually you know, independent for a, a woman at that time. Yeah. And okay. uh, to live on her own, and so so she wasn't exactly you know ready to settle down. I don't think at that <laughs> yeah. point. And well, it's uh, young. yeah, it's but pretty. But I guess in that time, not so much. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So she, you know, as far as I understand, and from talking to her over the years, you know, I think that um, you know she knew that she was probably a little bit too young to to get married, and right. uh, but the charms of of Eddie Arnold apparently <laughs> uh, overwhelmed her, uh, and uh, the romantic phone call. From a <laughs> payphone so in Charlotte, yeah. <laughs> I love that. And so they actually got married in uh, Nashville. Uh, I think there was only four people there. That was uh, Pee Wee King was his best man, and uh, Pee Wee King's wife was the maid of honor. Oh. And so they moved into uh, a little apartment in uh, um, East, what's you know now kind of East-ish Nashville off of Pennock Avenue. Okay. And uh, and so and then he was off. <laughs> they got married, and boom. Uh, you know, Pearl Harbor happened, and then all of a sudden, you know, the war starts, and and uh, you know, he was off and running with uh, Pee Wee King, and they 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 launched in the caramel can- the caramel the camel caravan, <laughs> and uh, they were off, and so she was immediately wow. a uh, a musician's widow at that point. <laughs> right. So wow. Yeah. That happened fast. <laughs> it happened real fast. Yeah. Wow, that's really crazy. Um. So why was it such a small wedding? Did they just want a small wedding? I don't think they knew anybody else. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess that's true, yeah. That's so cool. So he wasn't so he wasn't super famous right before they got married, so it happened afterwards. Okay. Yeah, he was uh you know, he was a, the premier singer for, you know, it, it, it kind of like uh with uh, um with Bob Wills, like Tommy Duncan yeah. was the featured vocalist for Bob Wills, you know, Bob wasn't singing the lead. He was just over there right. hollering. My grandfather filled the same role with Pee Wee King. Okay. So he was the featured vocalist at that time. Kind of, he kind of worked his way into that at that right. time, and uh, you know, and, and eventually by 1940, late 42, early 43, he he eventually left Pee Wee. They were still very amicable. It was, mm-hmm. a, I mean, Pee Wee was kind of like a, um, uh, like an Art Blakey or some other band leaders, like a James Brown or something like that, <laughs> where people would come in and they would kind of, you know get seasoned and then they would yeah. go off on their own and, and do you know, do their own stuff on, on, on solo. And he, and Pee Wee was, was a good mentor. Okay. And so he, he mentored my grandfather and they were, they remained friends, uh, you know, for the rest of their lives. And so, um, anyway, so that, that's, that's, uh, he moved, you know, established a home in Nashville and, uh, worked his way into getting on the Opry at 
that time, and, and that's when, uh, for instance, my, my grandfather's mother moved in with my grandmother, and that did not go well. <laughs> yeah. And so that's a whole other that's, that's a whole other story. So. <laughs> wow, that's really cool. Um, yeah, that kind of seems like that's how it was back then. It's um, people that were already kind of in the business mentoring other people and then bringing them in. I feel like that happened a lot in that time period. Um, just, just like with, uh, like I said on the podcast, my grandfather was friends with Marty and I know I've talked about this on the podcast before, but basically what happened is that my grandfather and Marty Ramos were both living in Arizona in, uh, the forties, 46 is when they met. And basically my grandfather already played music for himself and sang and, he was trying to kind of like put a band together and he just met Marty in a nightclub that he was playing at. And he was like, Hey, do you want to be the singer? And which is funny. I always thought it was really funny because I always thought my grandfather was a wonderful singer. Personally, I like to sing him more than Marty's, but <laughs> you know, but I just thought, always thought that was interesting. So, you know, cause he was a great singer. So I guess that the friendship, he was like, well, you know, I want to ask you to be the singer. So, um, so Marty was the singer and my grandfather played uh, guitar for him. And, uh, that's when, uh, little Jimmy Dickens, uh, found Marty at Fred Kerr's nightclub in the forties. And, wow. uh, it was, yeah, it was like, Hey, um, yeah, <laughs> I want to make you something. Um, so I guess it was kind of just like how it happened, right place, right time. And it's funny because I guess if, the tables were turned and if it was my grandfather singing I guess it could have been him (laughs) but um it was kind of the same thing in the sense of like Marty wanted to help my grandfather for a long time and um that's where the music that I put on SoundCloud came from uh Marty helped him record two songs on a 45 vinyl that I still have I have like a hundred copies of (laughs) or hundreds of copies boxes and boxes um but those are the only copies that are out there but they're supposed to be distributed but basically you know when it's kind of a yoko ono situation when the wives don't get along you know you kind of have to take sides so basically my grandfather's wife my grandmother and uh marizona marty's wife they didn't get along and so uh they kind of had to make their separate ways so um, so it never really happened for my grandfather because of that, I think. And, uh, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. <laughs> How old would he be now, your grandfather? He would be 94. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I hope yeah. I'm still doing the podcast when it's like a hundred years. Cause that would be cool to celebrate, but it's really wild to think about that. He was born that many years ago. Mm-hmm. It's really crazy. Um, but I wish he was still here. He was, um, he had a, stroke when I was 18 months. So yeah, I never got to um, really grow up with him, but I have all the pictures and the music and, you know, I have the reel-to-reel recordings that I put out last year. I hope that people go and listen to that stuff and remember that time of country music, just like with Eddie Arnold and all the greats. That was such a golden age for country music. Do you think that it would ever be like good like that again? Because I don't. (laughs) That's hard to say, you know, I I wish it was. And, And of course, you know, Everybody always asks me, you know, it's like, well, what, you know, what era do you prefer of your grandfather's music? Because yeah. you know, he, he had a career in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s and 70s and, you know, he had seven decades of charted hits. And, 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 and really, I do prefer, you know, that crossover, in, that bleeding in between the late 40s and the early 50s and mid, into the mid 50s is, is, is the era that I love. And um, I do look at that as a very golden era, you know, um, the, I think the songwriting was clever. Um, it was original. 
Um, and, you know, I don't think we'll, I mean, I, I know there's so many parallels you can draw to, you know, popular music. You know, of course, sure. my grandfather was very much into being a, a popular artist, mm-hmm. you know, and, and yeah. so. As he was. <laughs> and I could see him, you know, um, not understanding, especially the the bro country, you know, stuff that's so popular right now. And right. I, I could see, you know, he, he, he definitely, um, he didn't like what evolution of that was while he was still alive and wouldn't, sure. wouldn't like it now. But he would understand the, the commercial appeal of it um um you know we've had our little you know tinges of it over the years you know bands like the mavericks that have skirted yeah. around it and you know that, that that tend to um you know and country music is, is one of those it's, it's hard to move that genre forward in the old way that it was that's you, true you know and uh uh just because without sounding antiquated so i think i think there's still an audience for it though for the for the old stuff and, i do too i mean I'm always happy when I meet people that like it, like I do. <laughs> yeah, me too. I mean, I think that I think there's still, I think that you know that was what was exciting about when BR five four nine came on the scene in you know ninety four ninety five, mm-hmm. and, and and reinvigorated the old stuff. You know, for a whole other generation of people that never grew up with that music and the the the, the honky tonk music of the forties and fifties and and that that you know stuff that. Um, they popularized and did very well with for many years. I think really did a great job of you know galvanizing a whole whole other generation of people that that otherwise would never have heard that. So that's true. Um, so I mean, obviously, you know, uh, there, there there's still a great population of people that love the old rockabilly and yeah. you know the old genres and, and and that goes for blues and whatever you know and and, and even you know listening you know British invasion genres <laughs> yeah. and things like that. I mean, there's still always those little little, little niches, and I think that. Sure. Um, I don't think that that segment of music will ever die. I mean, yeah, we could sit here and complain about, <laughs> you know, you know, God, I won't name any names, but you, you know what I'm talking about. I yeah. mean, the, all the crap that's put out on, you know, commercially from the major labels on Music Row. I mean, we can right. complain about all day long. Sure. But, yeah. But it's still, could, yeah. It's, you know, but it's still an industry that keeps musicians working here in this town. We still have a studio system. Sure. It's still, you know, keeping guys working not as much as they used to be but yeah. uh, it's still in operation so you know if if it if it if it if it brings revenue into the industry and keeps you know us still a music hub you know so be it sure well, well i can see that too <laughs> yeah that's true i yeah i'm i'm always glad that there's still people out there that are wanting to listen to that type of music because i mean with when I make music, I always want to make something that is new, but at the same time that brings back all those old, great um, qualities of the golden age of country and, and music as it was in that time period. Just because, I mean, that's definitely when I think music was really great um, as far as country goes. Was there anything else that you'd like to talk about? Because you gave me such a great tour <laughs> and showed me all these amazing artifacts. Um, or where can people find these photos that you showed me today, and where can they find or look at artifacts from Eddie Arnold? The uh, easiest place right now, our our website uh, actually is in limbo at the moment, okay. so I'm kind of in, in limbo land with the... Um, we had a website that was, uh, it was eddiearnoldmusic.com, mm-hmm, yeah. and we shifted over to officialeddiearnold.com, and, uh, but okay. we have not been able to get the I'm, I'm working on that right now to get everything reloaded back up as far as photos but if you go on the official eddie arnold facebook page okay yeah. i've posted a bunch of pictures over yeah. the years and so there's a, there's a lot of stuff lot. including for instance um you know stuff that's related to the wedding from mm-hmm. november 28 1941 okay, cool. I, yeah. I seem to post the same picture you know okay, every, every single year <laughs> yeah uh, i think i think it's a peewee king uh uh 
card and telegram, things like that. So, okay. I mean, it's, Great. um, cool. <laughs> yeah, so we, so I try to keep that stuff out there and, um, you know, it's easy to Google. Uh, and it's, it's funny because over the years, as I posted that, that stuff on either the website that we, that's kind of currently down or on the Facebook page, that stuff ends up in the Google sphere. Yeah. Right. So it's, I'm going, I know this, this, this stuff was never published. Yeah. But yet it's, you know, if I Google Eddie Arnold, some of that stuff pops up. But it's, That's true, yeah. It's kind of interesting. It is interesting. Google is really interesting <laughs> in general because I've noticed that too, just myself uploading photos and then I'll go back and Google them and see if they're out there and they're on Google. So I guess that's good though so that people can see those things because um, that's really cool. Do you have, um, right now I'm looking, <laughs> you can't see this because this is not a visual podcast, but right now I'm looking at this really lovely wedding card. So we've got, um, and I'll t- I'll take pictures of these and and, and uh, put put these up on uh, by the twenty eighth. What's today the? The today's the twenty sixth. So so by Tuesday I'll hopefully have some, some more of these up. Um, I was kind of looking through these actually because they um, they're mainly from family. Oh. Um, but there's there's a pretty cool card in here, um, and there's some flowers. There was obviously where people had sent flowers. Um, so like here's here, here's some flowers that were sent from Pee Wee King, um, again their best man, and then there's a, a a little card here from the radio station actually where my grandfather got his start in St. Louis. Oh, that's so cool. And so uh, there's there's a little note in there, um, and so it, it's kind of neat just seeing the um, the different cards from family that you know I recognize their names, you know that that people that. Couldn't be at the wedding, right. you know, the family in St. Louis and family from uh, uh, West Tennessee where my grandfather was from and so, um, and just from other people. But they, you know, they had a pretty small circle of people at that point. So yeah. pretty interesting. And I know we've got more of this stuff too. It's just... Uh, Finding it. <laughs> dragging it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, that's so cool. But yeah. there's, there's very few, I don't, you know, I don't know of a photo or anything, you know, that's, it, it just kind of happened so fast, I think, for yeah. them. Yeah. Well, and, that's uh, how things happen. Sometimes. But I know where they were living, <laughs> things like that. You know, the, mm-hmm. the the house is no longer there. It was mowed through, I think, by Dickerson Pike or something like that. Oh, okay. Years ago, but anyway. Well, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, um, post. I hope that you post these uh, really cool cards and um, neat artifacts from that day. Um, so you can find those on the Eddie Arnold official Facebook page. Yep. Correct. Cool. Um, yeah. So that's awesome. Thank you so much for um, sharing all that. It's just, it's endless, the information, (laughs) but it's just so cool because I think that it's just so neat because if my grandfather was still living, like you would, you would just think that this was awesome. So, um, it's so cool to know you. (laughs) I wish wish he was and, uh, wish him a happy birthday. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, me too. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Happy birthday to him. Um, and that's so cool. I wish that they were both here now. It's really weird. Um, and they could be. Well, well, yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think they always are, um, always. But it's just tough because, um, you know, me and my grandmother, we did the podcast together. So uh, it's it's so um, weird kind of like carrying that on. But, um, you know, when you make a, someone a promise that you're going to keep it going, you got to keep it going. Even sometimes I really find myself not wanting to. <laughs> but <laughs> um, I know that she would kick me in the butt <laughs> if I stopped. So... Um, yeah, but yes, you are right. I always, um, I always feel them here, even though when you don't see them. Well, they are here, you know, and, yeah. and, and interestingly that we're sitting where we're sitting because in, in this building, sometimes, you know, th- there is a presence here. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and I know that you feel the same way about yeah. your grandparents. 
yeah. And so we we both wish they were still here. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> so, well, thanks for having me. No, thank you. Thank you so much for um, making the time and inviting me down here to this historical office and showing me all these amazing Eddie Arnold things and and sharing the sentiment of of our feelings towards our grandparents and all of that amazing legacy. Um, and this was so, so cool. Um, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. And uh, let's both share our links where we can find everything. As you said, you can um, find all these pictures and links on the Eddie Arnold official Facebook page until you get your website going. And you can find all my things at ericacase.com. And also, before we go, I always do a cover song for every episode, as I did for your episode. Um, and I decided to cover Jim, I Wore a Tie Today. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, that's such a great Do you like song. that song? Uh, yeah. Well, obviously, but you yeah. know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I was very, you know, we did the, we did the tribute record. That was, it was not, it was not a hit record, but, you know, Cindy Walker wrote that song. Okay. And my grandfather came up with kind of the, the concept of it a little bit, and, and then she kind of took it and ran with it um but cindy really wrote that song oh cool and of course one of the greatest songwriters of all time and um but it's the saddest cowboy song to yeah. me ever uh, you know one of them ever written so oh yeah i love that song and I'm uh, with it. so i was adamant <laughs> that we we that we did that song um mm-hmm. i really on, like the cover that was on the yeah, album yeah 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 um lamb chop you know kurt wagner yeah. did such a great job yeah i thought it sounded cool i like to listen to them like back to back together yeah it's fun <laughs> yeah and courtney tidwell was the other singer okay you know, cool. on that and so which i love that court record i don't know if you ever heard that but um um k-o-r-t court but anyway long story short that's yeah. That's one of those that you you instantly tear up that song at the very, especially oh, at the very yeah. end of that song. Yes, so, very cool. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I wanted to do that because um, because that feeling of you know losing your pal or the person that you did all those things with. So um, yeah. I love that song. And I mean, to get personal, um, I uh, I sang. Me and my mom would sing to my grandmother when she was um, bedridden after she had her stroke and stuff. Um, so we would sing to her, and and while I was um, sitting with her. I sang her some songs, and that was one of them, because I, I had wanted to do it for a future podcast that we were going to do together, so I was like, well, I want to sing this song for you because of that feeling of, that that song conveys about, you know, your pal, yeah. <laughs> especially out in the West, your yeah. your cowboy friend, you know, and there was obviously always people getting shot and gunfights and yep. <laughs> everything, yeah, so I, I love that song, so. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, I'm excited to do it. We, we've all covered so many of his songs. Um, yeah, but thank you. I'm so excited. Cool. Yeah. And before I go also, um, I'd like to do another podcast with you again sometime. Sure. And um, your sister was telling me that you can sing as well, <laughs> which oh, I Lord. expect no less. <laughs> oh, Lord. Just keep me on the drums. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I have a request, and I want to hear you do Cattle Call. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, God. That would take a while. But, so, yeah. next time we do a podcast together, I expect it. <laughs> <laughs> That's when people would be turning your podcast <laughs> off and be like, oh, God, no. No. I highly doubt that. Turn that off. Uh, so, yeah. That's a hard one. Uh, yeah, but it's a, it's a classic. I know that you could do it. I mean, I expect no less. You're his grandson. <laughs> so, we can try. All right. Well, cool. Well, thank you so much. Cool. Um, and we're signing off. Good night. Right. Take care. <laughs> Jim. Jim. Well, Jim, I did everything that I could, but your fever just wouldn't die down. So I tied your horse to the wagon bed last night when I brought you to town.
there, you were gone, Jim, and there was nothing nobody could do. I bought you a suit and tie, Jim, and today I wore one too.